Hello everyone, welcome to In Conversation with Lisa Burke. It's a huge pleasure to be with you as always. And today we're going to be talking about Luxembourg Fashion Week. So I'm joined by Sven Klees. He's a student at the University of Luxembourg. In his last semester of a master's in theatre science and interculturality. He himself is also a podcast host, a self-proclaimed fashion lover, and that's why we're going to focus on Luxembourg Fashion Week. Sven, it's so nice to have you here with me. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> oh, just such great pleasure. Now, I firstly want to ask you about your podcast. What's your podcast about? <laughs> so my podcast is Soda Rappes. It's a Luxembourgish podcast, and every second week... I have one guest which comes with a theme which I don't know. We just talk about it in the podcast itself and nothing is prepared on my side. And it's sometimes very surprising what people come with. <laughs> wow, that is very spontaneous indeed. Well, we have done a little bit of preparation yeah. <laughs> and we are going to focus on Luxembourg Fashion Week. So you're actually doing an internship as part of your master's course. Yeah, exactly. Yes, at both Fashion and Design Academy and Luxembourg Fashion Week. So tell us about this. Tell us about your internship and how it came to be. Yeah, well, I heard about F&D, uh, the Fashion and Design Academy and the Fashion Week. And I was like, why not doing their internship? You know, I spoke with Fabi and with Dani and we just realized that it would be a great idea to be part of the team this year because I already helped the years before at the Fashion Weeks. I already saw some incredible and very important uh, things at this event. You've already seen the event, yeah. you've experienced it and not everybody might know about Luxembourg Fashion Week. It's just reaching its third year. So we're moving yeah. into its third year <laughs> and each time it's moved location. I mean, notably last year there was a COVID situation. <laughs> yeah. but, but tell us about Luxembourg Fashion Week, its history, how it's progressed, how it's developing. Yes, well, the first one was as you said, three years ago, it was at the Villeroyeburg in Luxembourg City and it was a great success. It was, uh, I think, three or four days and there were so many designers, national and international designers. We had some live singers, we had a DJ, it was a little party and we were very happy with the result and couldn't wait to, to take it to next year. So then came COVID. Yeah, that was the next year, yeah. <laughs> that was next year, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and uh, COVID, we were happy that we could do something in October last year. Uh, it was in Galerie Lafayette, also in Luxembourg City. It was smaller and more safety with with the COVID regulations. But I think it was also very good and organized. And, you know, people were happy to have something where they can go after this 10 or 20 lockdowns. <laughs> and it was also lovely for Galerie Lafayette uh, to yeah, have an event yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So, now this year you're moving out of Luxembourg City. That's true. Uh, we go to Dudelange. <laughs> we have their cooperation with uh, the city of Dudelange. And yeah, we go to Hall von Duc on October. 
The second. <laughs> it starts then, yes, yeah, but it, it continues in various exactly, guises. So exactly. Yeah. So we chose uh, Dudelange because you know Luxembourg. You always say that Luxembourg is such a small country, but in fact, it has many, many very beautiful places where you can uh, discover and travel around. And for us, it was really important to have every year some new designers and to show the people also some new locations all around. Luxembourg. In fact, the Hall von Duke is also a very cool location because you have these old museums and on the other side you have this modern and colorful fashion and this this clash of the of old factories exactly. and the new the new. It, yeah. it, it will be amazing. <laughs> okay, well, I'm very glad you're excited. It's yeah. good to have an exciting starting point. So Luxembourg Fashion Week this year starts on the 2nd of October. Exactly. It's third edition in cooperation with the city of Doulange. You're going to have one big show on the 2nd. Yeah. And then you're going to continue during the week with a concept store again in Doulange. Exactly. Well, from the 4th on, you can go to this concept store, which is also in Doulange, as you said, in the, in the main street, the fashion and design concept store. And you can try on and buy all the stuff from the Fashion Week, which was shown on that big show on the 2nd. In Dulange itself, there will be small events in the different boutiques. This week, from the 2nd to the 10th, it will be all about fashion. And I hope the weather stays beautifully uh, <laughs> dry and sunny, because that makes such a difference as yeah, well to people true. going out and wanting to buy things, actually. So tell us about the fashion designers that you've got coming this year. Well, I don't want to talk too much about them, because there has to be a little surprise still. But we have eight designers, two of them doing accessories, and the others are doing clothes. We have Luxembourgish designers, French designers, Switzerland, Austrian, all Europe. And so how many Luxembourg designers do you have? In fact, we have three. We have Human Highness, which is uh, made with uh, Tessie Anthony de Nassau from Luxembourg. And I think... Um, yeah, we can count them into Luxembourgish, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, she doesn't yeah. live here anymore, no, but she is Luxembourgish. Heart, and she's got a co-design yeah, company, Human yeah, Highness, exactly. with um, a lady from Estonia. Exactly. And we have Agla Ossier, who's also from, uh, living in Luxembourg. Exactly. And so for people who are fashion designers, who want to study fashion in Luxembourg, how, oh. can, they, how can they do it? <laughs> well, um, unfortunately, in Luxembourg, there's no real structures to study fashion and design but more and more it's coming well in fact we have at the chambre des métiers you can do some workshops for uh, design or for couture but no real study program you know also the fashion and design academy who propose workshops in acting and in stylism because you know in modeling and in fashion you also have to be a little bit you have to have acting skills yes of course in modeling you need to know how to pose you need yeah. to know how to walk without tripping over and you need to know how to be the clothes hanger for the clothes exactly you have to play with the audience <laughs> play with the audience play with the fabric as well yeah that's true that's true but i think and i hope that in the next years there will be bachelors and masters who just give the chance to people to study fashion and design because it is a very beautiful job you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. RTL original podcast 
Well, now there's a couple of things here. I want two different avenues I want to go into. <laughs> One is actually just touching back onto your master's, which is a master's in theatre science and interculturality. Now, exactly. I didn't even know that existed here in Luxembourg. How many of you are there? Well, we are like 10 students <laughs> for the whole master's. Great. So, well, on one side it's good and one side it's not so good, you know. We have that one side where you just be very close and very personal with the teachers. And you have the other side, if there are no students, maybe there's no master. So I am happy to be here and talking also on the master. For me, it was the best thing to do this master. <laughs> and it's not a million miles away from what we've been discussing, fashion and everything that surrounds fashion. But just thinking about fashion more generally, when we have something like Fashion Week, new clothes to potentially buy in this pop-up shop that will come, the concept store and do launch as well. Don't you think that people are becoming more thoughtful about their fashion, about the circular economy, about the fabrics they're buying, about recycling clothes in different ways? So what's the mentality with the people you know in, yeah. in Luxembourg Fashion Week, the organisers? I know, in fact, Danny is very big on this issue and yeah. is very big on natural fibres. What's their thought on the circular economy and how the fashion world is changing? I think it's a good thing that you bring this up because it's a very important theme Also, environment. It is now. It's very important to speak about and to change because we have to change now. Fashion industry is one of the biggest industries that makes the most pollution, you know, <laughs> with one of them, one of them. Yeah, exactly. Every season we have new clothes with the fast fashion, with the prices, with the materials, with the productions. I think more and more people, I hope so, <laughs> think about what they buy, from where they buy and how many they buy. Because, you know, we live in a society where more is more. If you can have the t-shirt in 10 colors or just have a fair and ecological shirt in one color, many people will choose the 10 colored. I hope that this will change. And for us as organizers, we give our best to improve on that problem. We can't tell the designers you have to do that and that and that and that. But we see on our side and on the designer side that they are willing to change something. And that's, I think that's the, the most important thing, it's doing step by step. So you're conscious when you choose the fashion designers coming to Luxembourg, you're conscious of their background, what materials they're using. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we have also a lot of designers who are doing these and thinking about environment, which is very important and also a very good message to, to tell the world, you know. And and I think what is also good, if you look now at the young designers, many more young designers are into this 100 ecological and fair traded materials and productions. We have to look at these things so there will be a better future, I would say. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Yeah. On the point of the future as well, we recently had even Facebook, Instagram, they reported, uh, a leaked report initially, that they are aware as a company of the dangers of certain images, particularly to teenage girls. Yeah. So what responsibility do you take when it comes to sourcing models? Yeah, well, I think we don't have to read this report to know that this is a very big problem and we are aware of that. So for us, we are against the stereotyped, prototyped models who run on the Luxembourg Fashion Week. 
for us, it's important that the audience and everybody can identify with the models and that the models are very good in their own skin, you know. In the spotlight and being a role model, you feel strong. We have some designers who are stricter than others, but I think that this trend of diversity, diversity is a very important word, this is coming more and more into also in modeling. We are not anymore at this. You have to be, I don't know, <laughs> perfectly two meters and weigh uh, 20 kilos. <laughs> you know, we are not anymore in this time, which is very good. Mm -hmm. More normal, more yeah. open to all. So where are you sourcing your models from then? In fact, we have uh, the Fashion and Design Academy, which has already some models always in their data bank. And then we are just looking into social media. You know, We look uh, all around and maybe we know someone or sometimes at the Fashion Week, people come to us and say, yeah, maybe I could join next year. And yeah, why not? We had that. And this year we had some people who asked us on the Fashion Weeks, can we be part of it? Can we be model too? And we said, yes, why not? Is there an age range for your models? <laughs> there's no limit to the up. Down, I don't know, ah. but up, there's Ooh, no limit. That's very good. Yeah. Well, I know you mentioned there are a couple of accessory designers. Yeah. I know one of them, uh, yeah. wonderful leather handbags. Yeah, La like Yes, yes exactly. Um, so I suppose... It doesn't matter what shape or size you are to carry a handbag. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. <laughs> She does very nice dog leads too. That's true. It yeah. is, it is, yes. It is. <laughs> I might stretch the wallet to a dog lead. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Any other recommendations for our listeners? How can they, how can they come? Well, there are still tickets left. <laughs> you can go to weezevent.com and buy your tickets. It's a COVID track event, so that's also very important to say. But we have the Schnell tests, so everybody's welcome, you know. And if they can't make the actual date of the fashion night which yeah. is the 2nd of October exactly they can always come to the pop-up store yeah exactly you can always come for one week we have in the concept store the clothes and the accessories of the designers from the fashion week and after this there will be other designers also Luxembourgish designers who will present their clothes in there so this is not one week thing you can always come to the concept store and uh, support local yeah, fashion designers exactly, support exactly. local business but yeah. not too much because of course we're thinking all the time about circular economy yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> just when the need is there yeah Sven thank you so much for taking the time to come to RTL here in Kirchberg and telling us all about your internship with Luxembourg Fashion Week and also the Fashion and Design Academy. Yeah, thank you for being here. So it was very, very amazing and I loved it. <laughs> and we'll also link to your podcast for all of our Luxembourg listeners. <laughs> Now, as always, I want to say thank you to my listeners. It's so great to have your feedback. If you ever want to email me or send me some messages, I love hearing from you. And in fact, yesterday my heart was touched so much because a wonderful Argentinian walked up to me and his name is Sebastian Barillo, I hope I pronounced that correctly. He's now working at List. He arrived here only a few months ago from Buenos Aires. 
in the middle of lockdown in COVID and he thanked me for the podcast because he said it was like a, a reach out to, to normality and people and normal life. So I was so touched and um, thank you, Sebastian. It was really lovely to meet you and to hear those kind words. And always I'm open for feedback, for ideas, for anything you want to send me here at RTL Today and anything for the team as well. We're always open to hear your stories and ideas. And some of you haven't collected your beer. There's beer waiting down in reception that has not been collected yet. And the receptionists are wondering, where are we going to put this beer, Lisa? And I'm thinking, well, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's great to have all of you listening. I hope that you can pass on the message to other people. It's wonderful to be sitting here in real life with real people to interview. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sven. And uh, have a wonderful end to your final semester of your master's as well. Thank you very much. I'll I'll formulate a good question at some point. (laughs)